In this video, I'm going to talk a bit more about wellness. Just what do we mean by that? And then there's well-being. Are they the same thing? Let's unpack that a little bit. I'll also get into why I've become so extreme in my radical self-care and much more. Welcome to All Sauce Matters, your source for all things All Sauce. What's up, everybody? I'm Uncle Brother. I make award-winning All Sauce, and I'm a radical self-care extremist. As I mentioned in an earlier video, I've recently been a party to a number of discussions centered around the topic of wellness, during which the speakers were all expressing in their own unique way that our wellness is foundational for just about, well everything. How without our wellness intact, life can seem a lot like an uphill battle. Like we can't get anywhere for always falling ill or never having enough energy to keep it moving, keep it hot. Okay, that last part, you know, mottos. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. Okay, sure. But in each conversation, I kept getting the sense that something was off wasn't quite right, especially when it came to what exactly each of them believed it means to be well. So what do we mean by that? What do we mean when we say we are well? What is wellness per se? So I jumped online to see what comes up under a search for wellness. Woo! A whole lot of stuff about wellness out there. So I decided just to go with the old standby. Webster. Merriam-Webster.com defines wellness as... The quality or state of being in good health, especially as an actively sought goal. Okay, while I was there, I tried a search of well-being just to see what came up. And so, for well-being, MiriamWebster.com says, The state of being happy, healthy, or prosperous. They also provide a link to the word welfare, which they go on to define as... The state of doing well, especially in respect to good fortune, happiness, well-being, or prosperity. Hmm, okay, so let's see. We've got actively seeking being in a state of good health, the state of being happy, healthy, or prosperous. And finally, with regards to welfare, or faring well, the state of doing well, especially in respect to good fortune, happiness, well-being, or prosperity. Hmm. So, I don't know about you, but I see healthy and prosperous figuring equally in those definitions. Okay, but let's stay with the healthy part for a second here. What should we include as what we mean in our state of being in good health definition? Are we looking at our emotional, mental health only? Our physical health? Both, right? Don't the two go hand in hand? Well, they should, in my humble opinion at least. I mean, if we're putting wellness at the foundation of everything when it comes to being whole, our best selves, shouldn't we try our best to focus just as much effort on our physical health as we do on the many other aspects of our health? Especially when it comes to our wellness. Fortunately for me, I was introduced to the idea of preserving oneself as an act of helping and or preserving others at a fairly young age. It was on my first trip aboard a plane. 
when I heard the flight attendants instruct us to put the mask on yourself first so you can survive long enough to help save the others around you. Different kind of mask. Mm-hmm. Talk about a light bulb moment. I must be well by any means necessary. So now, as you may remember from All Saws Matters Episode 2, I've had a whole lot riding on my being able to perform to the best of my ability pretty much on demand. And when we cut to about the time the lockdowns are imposed, I was already on a path of health and wellness research and suddenly found myself with a whole lot more time and incentive to do even more. I mean, I was going down one rabbit hole after the next. Metabolic syndrome, hyperinsulinemia, immune health, prediabetes, diabetes. Not only that, I had to accept how much of what I was finding applied to me. Wait, what? Now, can you see the picture I'm painting here? Can you see what's starting to come together? I was already a health advocate in the process of researching various health concerns when all of a sudden everything I had been researching wound up right up front and at the center of attention in association with a national health emergency. Yes, now I'm getting to when and how I start to become radicalized. That's right, willing to take it to the extreme to get healthy. Remember, by any means necessary. But before I get into that, let me take a moment to thank you for joining us again here on All Sauce Matters. Because like I keep saying, it's only because I know that you're all here that I'm here. So please be sure to like and share the video, subscribe on social media, but most importantly, jump on over to unclebrother.com to show us a little love over there as well. Check out what's happening in the All Sauce Village. Okay, so let's recap for a moment. I've talked about wellness and how, well, for me at least, it's pretty hard to separate the various aspects of what it means to be healthy when the goal is to be well. I mean, if I'm not well, I can't function. If I can't function, how will I be able to do what I gotta do? And with so much riding on my being well, in order to ensure that I can function, I decided I would do my best to do what I gotta do to make sure that I can always be able to do what I gotta do. And apparently, that's when it happened. That's when I became radicalized. Self-care got moved to the top of the list. I made it priority number one. Sure, I had been doing a good job with keeping myself in pretty good shape. I could still function pretty well, but was pretty well well enough. I decided it was not. I not only could be healthier, I made it an imperative. Okay, so now remember, I had been advocating for my mother and her health, only now to come to realize that I may not have my own mask on properly. And as I'm researching, I'm finding study after study linking the most common of all the metabolic syndrome diseases, the symptoms from many of which I had already noticed about myself as being some of the major contributing factors to why so many people were being affected by the contagion. The objective seemed clear. Optimize, optimize, optimize. How do I increase my wellness? How can I be more healthy? Now, because health had always been a focus of mine, I wasn't too pleased to come to realize that I could stand to be healthier still. So what did that mean? Get healthier. Well, for me, at the time, it meant reducing inflammation and excess energy. Body fat. 
So that's where I began to really put my focus. And that's when I implemented a few new practices into my personal routine, which I had identified might help me with improving my metabolic health. I'm going to cut to what I felt would most benefit me in accomplishing my wellness objectives. One, I cut all sugar from my diet. Two, cut all alcohol from my diet. Three, cut all starchy carbs from my diet. I call those my big three, at least for now. Mainly because it took a while for me to come to realize that those were my big three. Now, what I wasn't expecting at the time, and for what I was completely unprepared, were the reactions I got. Still get when I try to explain my position. What? No liquor? No sugar? No bread? I gotta have my bread. Life ain't worth living without my bread. That would usually mark the end of the conversation. But should we make it beyond that point, conversation would usually go down a path of disbelief and or ridicule for ever having brought up such a notion. Diagnoses of insane, crazy, extreme, and all other kinds of labels start getting thrown at me. Hence, my designation, radical self-care extremist. Why radical self-care extremist? Well, maybe because the steps I've taken for myself seems so extreme in the eyes of most everyone else. And while I may not see my choices as going to extremes to achieve and maintain optimal health, many people see my choices as truly radical things to do. So I didn't really come up with it myself. It just kind of sort of happened, I guess we could say. And I'm certainly not here to make any such recommendations for you. These are steps I've taken for me for my radical self-care. Now, there's certainly a lot more I can go into with regards to improving our metabolic health. And if that's something in which you'd be interested in seeing in future posts, please be sure to let me know in the comments. Okay, well, that's going to about do it for this episode, but I can't let you go without my gratitude practice. My sincere appreciation to all of you out there in the All Sauce Village. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Because again, I'm only here because you're here. And remember, you can help power the process. Jump on over to UncleBrother.com, check us out, sign up, and if it's within your means, join up. Visit the merch store. Whatever your heart compels you to do. It's all appreciated. It's all love. It's All Sauce Matters, your source for all things All Sauce. Be sure to subscribe, click the like, all that good stuff. Help me get the word out. I'm keeping it moving. I'm keeping it hot. I'm Uncle Brother, maker of award-winning all sauce and a radical self-care extremist. Catch you next time.